Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Let me try that again. Hey, you guys. <laughs> My mic was wicked far away. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. Okay, episode 86. You guys, I'm not going to lie. If you're watching this, you can tell I'm a little tired today. I'm a little tired today. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But here's, here's what today's topic is. Episode 86. We were made for these times. We were made for these times. And right now, I'm just hoping that I didn't already record a podcast about this. <laughs> I don't think I have. But here's why it's important. Today's a Tuesday. And I am recording this exactly two weeks before uh, here in America, we go to the voting polls to vote on president and Senate and like a bunch of other real down votes is the call and a bunch of other wicked important things. And I know that, let me just say this, in the line of work that I do, most people don't come to talk to me to bullshit me, right? <laughs> if they do, it's a waste of money. Most people come to talk to me and uh, what, we, what we call spiritual and personal work. Um, most of them are showing up because they want to lead more authentic lives. They want to lead more vulnerable and truthful lives. They want to uh, take a look at themselves more deeply. So when people come to talk to me, uh, they usually give me the goods, right? They're usually up front. Not always, not always. Um, sometimes there's still some shame and blame and victimization and trauma and shit that, you know, we're hashing out, we're working our way through. But I'm, I'm telling you this is because I think most people lately have been very honest with me about how they're feeling. And I think most, most of the world, I'm not going to say every single individual person because there's always exceptions. And sometimes I can be one of those exceptions. Uh, sometimes you can be one of those exceptions. But I think overall right now, a lot of people are finding themselves with the combination of everything, right? So here in the Northeast, we have the change of seasons. You can see it's getting a little dark behind me. It's six o'clock and now it's already starting to get dark out. In a couple more months, it'll be getting dark at like 4.30. So I think we have a change of seasons. We have this whole horrendous COVID thing. We have a lot of separation and isolation happening. We have a lot of division, a lot of division in our country, particularly around this whole thing around politics. And so one of the things I wanted to, to talk about and how this came to be, this idea of we were made for these times, which is, by the way, I'll show you, it's the title of a really powerful essay by Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And I'm holding up a little piece of paper. For those of you who uh, listen to the show and don't watch the show, she wrote this essay. And uh, one of the quotes that you could see at the top of this thing is it says, my friends do not lose hot we were made for these times. 
And I think this is something that's wicked important for us to remember when we find ourselves in situations where we feel overwhelmed, where we feel defeated, where we feel scared or anxious or worried. And we just think like, I don't know what to do. And I don't know who I am. And I don't know what I'm doing here. And especially when it's exacerbated by unprecedented times, like we're kind of in a time right now where a lot is being stirred up. Right? We just kind of came off the Me Too movement. Of course, that's still happening, right? But what I'm saying is like where the spotlight is being shown. Then we have the Black Lives Matter movement, shining a light on racial inequality, shining a light on like so many things that are going wrong with these old systems. And I think there are times, and especially again, uh, with, with over 200,000 you know, deaths with COVID and a lot, it's just a lot for the human psyche, I think, to process. And I think it's wicked important, right? Like that we have support, that we have um, courage, that we have what I call hardiness, that we have resiliency, that we find strength and courage and comfort and inspiration. And so as a writer, as a storyteller, as a creative, uh, who's also married to another creative, I'm always um, kind of stumbling across, right? God bless my spiritual team. They're always, mm, always on the job and hooking me up. But I'm also uh, not just um, stumbling across, but actually seeking and finding inspiration in powerful places. So, you know, right now, as we're starting to see it all go to hell in a handbasket, it's kind of like a shit show. It's like a shit show of epic proportions <laughs> that's happening out there right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm reporting from the field, right? I am reporting from the field what I am hearing from the people that I am in contact with. And these are people from all walks of life. These are from people who are spiritual teachers and healers and school teachers and everyday people and entrepreneurs and creatives and artists and intuitives, like all across the board. I think people are feeling, I'm not saying they're getting decimated or completely wiped out, but I feel like there is a, um, a sense of, of being a little tired. And, you know, one of, one of my friends, um, you know, texted me yesterday and um, my friend, Marianne, and she asked me, you know, how are you doing? And I'll just share a little bit what I, what I said. Um, I said, I'm doing good. I'm doing good despite, and I shared a bunch of, of things that were going on. I said, sometimes I'm tired, like bone deep tired, but still steadfast. Last night I woke up in the middle of the night and my mantra was, I rest in God. I rest in God. I rest in God. And this is something I use a mantra all the time. I use a, I have a stead, I have a mantra that I use consistently and have for many, 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 many years. Um, I have a longer version of it and I have a shorter version of it. But when there's a particular thing that like arises, um, there, there are a couple of other mantras I keep in my pocket. And this one literally just kind of like popped into my head when I started to feel anxious. Like when I started to feel like, oh, I need to figure this out or fix this thing. I said, no, you don't have to do shit. You just need to relax. You need to rest in God's strength. Right. So I was like repeating this to myself. I rest in God. And then I went on to say to her, you know, you know, I often think to myself that my life prepared me for difficult times. Clarissa Pinkola Estes has a beautiful piece called We Were Made for These Times, and I believe it to be true. Those of us who are here on the planet right now are here with a purpose. And this is kind of like the thing, you know, like um, I do believe that those of us who are here right now, we are here for a purpose, that we're not here randomly. 
right? And of course, in miracles is a great line that says, whoever is supposed to meet, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right? But whoever is supposed to meet shall meet. It's like, it's no accident. So if I find myself here on the planet, there is a reason why that I'm here. And I really do believe that the challenges and the suffering and the traumas and the tragedies and, and all of it, that the happiness and the good, I really feel like my set of experiences through my life, where I was born, when I was born, who I was born into a family with, where I grew up, all the, all the characters and incredible human beings and animals that I have come across in this lifetime, the teachers and the mentors and the books and the betrayers and the ones who like broke my heart, like all of it. I feel like it was like this perfect stew, this perfect soup, this perfect thing, right? My life is this perfect thing that was like, you know, all the ingredients got put together because it was preparing me uh, for the, this particular time. And I really believe that. And because I'm, I'm pretty cognizant of like, um, you know, I don't know the exact um, copyright thing about reading a piece, somebody else's full work, full essay. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to do that. Um, and I'm always really, you know, mindful and um, always love to give credit, obviously, to, to, to if I had a teacher or somebody said something or I share a quote or a piece of art or whatever, I always love to give proper credit and shout out. I think it's wicked important. I think it's, it's part of our integrity uh, as fellow artists and creators and just human beings. You just don't steal other people's shit, right? Like you, you give credit where it's due. So I wish uh, that was my original plan. I was like, Oh, I want to read the whole piece by Clarissa. We were made for these times. I'll hold it up one more time. Clarissa, Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, Googler, read this piece. We were made for these times. I'll share a tiny little snippet where she says, um, at the end where she's basically, I'll give you the heartbeat of what she's saying. Okay. She's talking about how you know, people get overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the state of affairs in, in our world. And right now it can be really easy to find ourselves being bewildered and astonished and, and often uh, enraged by all the bullshit that we see happening, right? All the stuff that's out there. And it says, you know, um, she asks us not to, 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 to spend, I love this line, don't spend your spirit dry by bewailing these difficult times. And it's really a call to not lose hope. That's really what this piece is about. Um, she really believes that we were uh, made for these times and that we've been you know, in training. We've been in training for this very moment. And she wrote this years ago, but I think it applies for wherever we like find ourselves. And she goes on to talk about um, a boat and how there's a boat of righteous souls. Uh, and again, this is all you know, Dr. Clar Clarissa Pinkola essays, but I, I will say this. Um, and she says, I love this, this last little piece where she says, it is there that, that there can be no despair. In my uttermost bones, I know something as you do. It is that there can be no despair when you remember why you came to earth, who you serve, and who sent you here. And I really do believe this. Um, and if you find yourself here, um, again, on the, on the planet, it's because you have your own particular uh, mission and ministry your own message, your own, some people call it a calling or a mandate. Some people call it your dharma. Um, but you are here for a particular reason. And I believe that we have all been, it's just like, you know, it's just like when I find myself in a situation, like in, in a former relationship, I always say like, I'm going to keep learning that lesson until I'm going to keep getting that lesson until I'm ready to learn it. Right. It's going to keep coming back and back and back and back until I am ready and prepared to receive the lesson. But once I've got it and I've got the knowledge, right, I am now made 
I am made for the time when the next challenge comes. I now have a new tool in my spiritual toolkit. And as I was thinking about Clarissa Pingola Estes in this beautiful, powerful piece, I started to, to look around me. Like you can see behind me, those of you who watch this, right? I have little mini altars. I have altars. I used to have a really big altar. Um, and I'm probably going to at some point bring it back up here. But I, I have mini altars like all over my house. And these altars, you can see back there, like Ganesh and Lakshmi and Mother Mary. And there's a little, another little Ganesh and Buddha and little tiny Krishna and crystals. And like my great teachers, Mr. Rogers and Marian Williamson and my mom and Oprah and like whatever. And then over there you see um, Kuan Yin, who is the goddess of mercy and compassion. And then you see the open-hearted Buddha. Like, you know, there's like, they're, they're everywhere in my house. So you look up on this wall in front of me, you guys can't see it. There's like five amazing different pictures of a wicked friendly Jesus, like hanging out in fields uh, with little lambs and sheep. Like it's amazing. <laughs> so I, I have all these, these mystics and saints and holy figures and every day, every day humans who I consider to be on my spiritual team, the representation of my helpers, my angels, my guides, the external reflections of the inward teacher that lives within me, right? The Holy Spirit, spirit, whatever you want to call it, the voice for God, the memory of God's love, whatever it is. And there's one in particular who has been really been uh, making her presence uh, known to me. And if you guys haven't already, I really encourage you. Um, I have a new, um, a, a new free guide. Um, just so for those of you who might be new to me, right? I, I have this new guide. It's like a seven page guide. And it's called Align with the Divine and Meet Your Spiritual Team. It's a free guide. And you guys, you can get this. If you're curious about your own spiritual team, you just go right to my website. It's Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y.com backslash or forward slash uh, freebie, F-I-E, those eyes are hard for me, F-I-E-E-B-I-E, -E -E, freebie. And you can download load your guide and it really helps you. Um, it's really cool. It, it talks about how to call in your spiritual team, how to meet your spiritual team, how to um, kind of use your spiritual team via prayer and asking for help and stuff like that. And I think right now we could all use a little help. P.S., Yes, hashtag all could use a little help. <laughs> we could all do a little praying. Uh, of course, miracle says that prayer is the medium of miracles, and I really believe that. But one of the one of the um, beings, one of the saints on my spiritual team, who's been really stepping to the forefront, um, is Saint Joan of Arc. And uh, I love her so much that I just sent, um, you know, all my one-to-one -one clients, these little prayer cards with a beautiful image on it of her. And I have lots of ones. I have, if you could, I'll scan my camera up here. You can see them. Oh, let's see if I can tilt my computer so you can see them. Yeah, you see a couple of them up, my, up above my head. So you got Jesus and Mother Mary and Joan of Arc and Mary Magdalene. And, um, you know, th these people, look, they're around me because KK needs a lot of help, right? Like KK likes to know <laughs> that she's not alone navigating the madness that is this world of illusion, that is this world of non-duality. I mean, I should say this world of duality. Uh, and these guys remind me of non-duality, which is perfect oneness. And I want, I want to have a lot, because right now in a country where it can feel so incredibly divisive and divided and separate, where we're looking upon our brothers and sisters and we're casting them out of our hearts based on who they voted for or what they, whatever. And I understand it. I understand. I, you know, I wrote a whole piece about this online about how this 
this past election and what's currently happening in the political system has moved beyond party and politics and um, policies, it has become deeply personal for a lot of people because now it's stepping into morals and ethics and, um, and core beliefs, right? So I think there's been like this shift where, where before, you know, um, you know, people didn't used to like hate their neighbor based on who they voted for. And I feel like there's a lot of friction and a lot of, a lot of fear and there's a lot of um, judgment and a lot of hatred and a lot of just stuff that is being churned up and churned up and churned up. And so even though I might not agree with somebody's um, decisions or choices or who they voted for or whatever, um, I, you know, the, the daily work is forgiveness. The daily work is not casting people out of my heart. And I can disagree with people on some very big things and, and not cast them out of my heart. And, but this one, I think what's happening right now in the country is we're, it's almost like we're actively seeking, like, you know, it's like we're really feeling the rift, like the moats, the moats that we have built around our opinions, our preferences, our policies, um, the people that we, you know, want. And I, and I get it because it's, look, I'm not, I don't want this whole, the, the, I'm not going to get into the whole politics of the thing. Uh, that's not the point of this, but I am pointing towards the fact that two weeks we are as, as United States of America, uh, moving into uh, November 3rd day of election. And some people have already voted. Some people are doing mail-in voting. Here in, here in New Hampshire, we don't have early voting, like in-person voting. We do have mail-in ballots. So I will be personally going like safely, masked, bring my own pen, the whole shebang. My sweetie and I, we're going to vote in person. But I want to just talk about why somebody like St. Joan of Arc is so awesome. So I'm going to just read a little bit. So those of you who don't know her, and let me also say this, you don't have to have religion. You don't have to come from a faith background or a spiritual background to appreciate some of the people um, on my spiritual team who might also be on your spiritual team. But the saints and the, mys the mystics, I, I kind of think of them also like mythological legends, characters who are written and who show up to show us versions of ourselves that we can be. They reflect back to us the goodness, the holiness, the strength, the compassion, the vulnerability. Like they, they are simply mirrors of what already exists within us. Uh, and I've been really drawing inspiration from St. Joan of Arc. So she was born in France in like 1412. Now, um, you know, I, I Googled. So this is what I'm getting. If somebody out there is a Joan of Arc like expert and you want to take... Um, you know, if you want to argue about any of these points, uh, I did this all very innocently, <laughs> but this is what I've accumulated information. Uh, born in France in like 1412. And until the age of 17, she lived the life of a simple shepherdess. She was a shepherdess. <laughs> uh, at this time, she was commanded by heavenly voices to lead the French armies against the English forces, which had invaded France. And apparently she did so with great success, which I'm sure pissed off a lot of people that a chick was leading an army. Um, and then she was betrayed and she was tried by civil and ecclesi ecclesiastical courts and she was condemned to death. So like the witches of Salem Mass, hello, right around this time of year in October, um, she was burned alive at the stake. Uh, so this was like May 30th in 1431. And later a trial established her to be innocent. And then after due process in like 1920, they declared her a saint. Um, and she is the heavenly patroness of France. And she has, a, there's a feast for her every year on um, May 30th. 
Um, one of my other favorite saints is St. Francis of Assisi. And there's a feast for him every year on my birthday, uh, on the day of the animals. And it is also the day usually of the blessing of the animals. Um, St. Francis, he's another dude I call upon a lot to help me get out of my insane mind and back into my right mind. So out of the ego conditioned mind of fear and the part that loves to be separate and special and in scarcity and in victimization and all that stuff. And, and he's one of, the, he's one of the, the great beings on my spiritual team that remind me that I can choose love. I can choose spirit as my teacher, Holy Spirit as my inner teacher anytime that I want to. But St. John of Arc right now is kind of calling to me because it goes along with that heartbeat of what Clarissa Pinkola Estes is talking about, about how we were made for these times. We were made, and, and you know, I'm going to show up this little picture of this little prayer card that I have that I just sent out to my clients. Um, and here you can see this beautiful painting by St. Joan of Arc. I wish I could say who the painting is, but the, the prayer card that I, that I bought does not include the artist. So this is no way copyright infringement. It's just me showing you the thing that I purchased. Um, I did not make these. I bought this online. Um, and here's the prayer that I love, uh, St. Joan of Arc, which I, I want to say it to you. And I'll, maybe I'll repeat it twice or I'll just read it really slow the first time through. Um, um, and maybe you'll find it helpful. You know, everything on this show for me is about sharing stuff from my heart to yours, uh, sharing things that I find that have been valuable or helpful to me, things that I could apply, right? So much of the show in my work, it's all about spirituality and storytelling, but it's about being able to take these big spiritual principles and bring them down to earth into everyday living. Because to me, otherwise, what, what fuck, what's the fucking point? Like if I can't apply it, if I can't take the spiritual tool and put it in my spiritual toolkit and then use it in my everyday life, if it's not applicable, if it's not actionable, if it's not practical, um, then I'm not really that interested in it. I'm not interested in theories anymore. I'm really interested in you know, hands-on, I call it proof of life. I need proof of life. Like I need to see this thing work in my own life. Um, and so this is a prayer that I have found very helpful. And I know that the people that I've shared it with, um, some of you might already be very familiar with this and um, that's amazing. But for some of you hearing this for the first time, um, you know, and I love that she's holding a sword because I'm really big into, um, <laughs> I'm really big, uh, nerd alert, geek alert, hashtag geek. Um, so my little, my little weirdo shining through, I did a whole episode called Who's at Your Table? And it talks about my love of wizards and my love of um, like King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table and who has a seat at your table and the magic and the miracles that can happen. And I really love this idea of um, the power of wielding a sword and using a sword to, um, to kind of cut away that which no longer serves us. And I think I even told a whole story about the, the, the amazing um, gates um, that are at the, at the, at the, um, what's the, the entrance of the, the cemetery. Um, you can tell I'm tired because I'm stumbling on my words a lot, but the entrance of the cemetery where my mother is buried in North Andover, Mass. And there's these amazing angels holding both lilies and this incredible sword. And I, I've just, uh, it's been burned into my mind since I was 12 years old. So I love St. Joan of Arc, but listen to this prayer, you guys, as we're moving into voting as we're moving in, and please you guys oh my god for the love of jesus christ if you baby jesus in a walnut, little baby jesus in a walnut, walnut shell if you can hear the sound of my voice and you are an adult and you are able-bodied and capable of getting your vote in or getting your ass out to vote on the day of safely wear a mask be smart bring your own pen the whole shebang right um we need courage right now 
we need to believe that our voices matter. We need to believe that our votes count, that our voices need to be heard, and we get to have a voice by voting. If you can hear the sound of my voice for the love of all things holy, I hope you will cast your vote. I'm not your mother. I can't make you. I can't, you know, I'm not going to give you homework and check. I'm not like, look, the thing is to be an adult. We're no longer playing dress up. This is time as, as Marian Williamson says, it's time for girls to become women and boys to become men and to step into the power that you have as a, a conscious citizen, a conscious citizen. Um, I would say it's part of our spiritual work to be politically involved, to be politically active not to run and hide and shove our head in the sand and wish it was different and bitch and moan about how everybody else is doing it the wrong way. Uh, I have some people that I know, I'm not going to call them like quote unquote friends. I'm friendly with them who are running for Senate, who are doing stuff in New Hampshire. And I'm just like cheering them on. Like, I think it's amazing that they are being active and conscious uh, citizens and trying to get involved. But let me share this prayer with you, St. Joan of Arc. And that's how we get to get involved, right? We get to cast our vote. Um, and listen to this. I'll read it slow, which <laughs> I'm going to take a breath and slow down, KK. St. Joan of Arc, in the face of your enemies, in the face of harassment, ridicule, and doubt, you held firm in your faith. Even in your abandonment, alone and without friends, you held firm in your faith. Even as you faced your own mortality, you held firm in your faith. I pray that I may be as bold in my beliefs as you, St. Joan. I ask that you ride alongside me in my own battles. Help me be mindful that what is worthwhile can be won when I persist. Help me hold firm in my faith. Help me believe in my ability to act well and wisely. Amen. Man, do I love this so much, right? Help me be mindful that what is worthwhile can be won when I persist. Help me hold firm in my faith. Help me believe in my ability to act well and wisely. This is just like... Boom. It's like so powerful, you guys. And I'm like, oh, if I can just get it tattooed somehow on my body, right? I was like, oh my God. And so I pulled up a couple of other things that your tender heart might, might want to hear right now. Or maybe this will, um, I always say, you know, my, my, my hope is to either educate, elevate, enlighten, or entertain. I want this stuff to be like effective, but also easy stuff that you can use right away and apply. And then I found this t-shirt online, right? And it just says, I was, uh, I, w I am not afraid. I was born to do this. I am not afraid. I was born to do this. St. Joan of Arc. Again, circling back to Clarissa Pinkola essays, we were made for these times. And I found this other little symbol, St. Joan of Arc. St. Joan of Arc, give me the courage and the fortitude to defeat my fears and give me the strength to fight for what I believe in. Mm, double amen hands. I'm going to repeat that sucker again. St. Joan of Arc, give me the courage and the fortitude to defeat my fears and give me the strength to fight for what I believe in. Ah, every day, every day, right? I ask myself this question, like, you know, what are you living for? What are you here for, KK? 
why are you doing this? And I asked for direct guidance, right? Direct guidance. This is an adapted prayer from A Course in Miracles. You guys have heard me say it a thousand times, right? Adapted. Please have me go where you would have me go. Have me do what you would have me do. Have me say what you would have me say and to whom. Please use me. Please use me, right? Give me the strength to fight for what I believe in and then tell me how to go about it. I ask for help in going about my day that I might be used in service to the divine. And then this final one, which I love. Now, I always say to people, if you don't like the word God, insert your own happy word. I'm not attached to the word. It's a word I use very comfortably and I love it. But I understand for some people that word was always a good word, meaning it was used against you by other humans, not by the divine itself, right? So um, some people get uncomfortable around the quote unquote G word. So I always say to people, insert your happy word here. But you also got to come to understand that words only have meaning based on like words are, are just, rep they're symbols of symbols. They're just meaning that we've given to words. So I always say to people, if, if you have a word in particular that bothers you, we can question like, what's that about? Like what meaning have we assigned to that thing? But I love this little prayer too. It is better to be alone with God. His friendship will not fail me, nor his counsel, nor his love. In his strength, I will dare and dare and dare until I die. In his strength. And that goes back to that prayer I was saying the other night in my sleep, right? I rest in God. I rest in God. I rest in God. So as I'm moving into right? This time is we're moving into like a lot of people are freaking out and they're like, KK, are you scared? Are you like, whatever? And I said, no. And it's not that I'm not aware of the darkness, but my job as a spiritual mentor is not to dwell in the wound and dwell in the darkness. It's not that I can't go there. It's not that I can't be there and be compassionate and create safe, sacred space. But my job is to keep myself attuned to the light. And I believe in the power of miracles. I believe in the power of God. I believe that we can be better. And all a society is, all a culture is, it's made up of individuals. And so the work that I do with people is on individual levels and in small groups because that's how greater change happens. We want the external world to change. We got to change the internal world in our mind, in our thoughts. Because, because I think it's what Ralph Waldo Emerson that says, um, I think it was Emerson, forgive me if I get this wrong, but I think he said the ancestor of every action is a thought. So I want us all to be thinking very clearly as we go to cast our votes, as we go to keep living in this extra weird time when people are really scared and tired and overwhelmed and desperate and freaked out. So I always say in A Course in Miracles, it's kind of like whoever is sane at the moment, whoever is saner at the moment. And for those of us who know this, those of us who know we were made for these times, I really do believe it. I know a ton of people in my life and I just think, brother, sister, your whole life has been preparing you for this moment. And yeah, there are going to be times when we get exhausted, right? I think about my, 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 my friends of color. Uh, my friends in the LGBTQIA community, I think about anybody who has ever been outcast as different or have been suppressed or oppressed. Uh, I think about like, you know, just like, oh my God, the, the vegan animal rights activists on the front line. I think about the people, uh, the single moms who get up every day. Like, I, I believe a lot of the world is feeling kind of that bone deep tired. 
And I also believe that if we are on this planet at this time, it's because we have something valuable to add to what is happening. And whether we're part of the solution or part of the problem is really up to us. So as we move forward into what's coming, and it's not just like, you know, uh, somebody that I know their birthday is on November 3rd and they're like, oh boy, right? Like what's going to happen? And I really feel like we probably won't know the outcome of where this country is heading in terms of its leader um, until probably a few days after that because of mail-in voting and, and different stuff. Um, but, you know, and I know some people, like, I, you know, I watched a show called The Circus uh, on Showtime. And they kind of track these, uh, all these different, these political, um, really political smarty pants kind of track what's, what's happening um, in the world um, in terms of politics. And they were talking to a bunch of these militia groups. And I was just like sitting there, they were following, they talked to one specific militia group, but they, they were following uh, and kind of reporting on a couple of different ones. And I just thought, oh my God, like, you know, this whole thing could get way more, it's already out of hand, but things could get way more out of hand. So right now we need the sane people, people who are sane. I'm not saying, uh, look, I'm, that's not making a commentary or judgment on anybody. I'm just saying, whoever has love in their heart, whoever is turned towards the light, whoever is an agent of change, whoever is wanting to step into the next expression because the old systems are crumbling, the old ways aren't working and we need to be brave and we need to be courageous and we need to be steadfast and we need to be resolute and we need to be grounded in our spiritual knowing of ourselves, which includes the knowledge that our interests are not separate as A Course in Miracles says, that our our job is to find a way, as Ram Das says, you've heard me say it a thousand times, the beautiful Ram Das, we're all just walking each other home. That's part of this work. We're walking each other home. We're not trying to like attack and kill one another or to judge one another or to keep another, you know, being human or animal, like um, in a position of like, we're not here to bully one another and make fun of one another and hold each other um, in places where there's lack and scarcity and fear, right? Like none of like all that shit, man, it's just not working anymore. And so I highly encourage you, you guys to remember that if you are here right now, there is a reason it's because you are here because you have something of value to, to add, right? It's about what am I adding? What am I bringing to the table? How in my particular makeup was my life preparing me for this very time? How was I made for this time? And who are the helpers that I call upon to help me to find my strength, to find my inspiration, to stay focused, to keep my feet on the ground, right? To not just want to stick my head in the sand and ask, well, who am I to have an opinion? Who am I? It doesn't matter if I vote. Yes, it does. It fucking does, right? This is a really important time. So this is my little love letter from my hat to yours to know that you matter, that your vote matters, that your voice matters. You were made for this time. You are here for a reason. So whether it's Joan of Arc, she might not have resonated with you at all, but you might have a saint, a sage, a mentor, a teacher, um, something, right, that you call upon to bring you back to the memory of your goodness, to that place where you are in your wholeness and your holiness. And that's the part of you that I want to be out in the world. And this is why I do the work that I do. One of, the, one of the many reasons why I do the work that I do. So I hope in some way or form, this has been helpful to you. That some part of this, that you gather some strength. And like I said, if you haven't read this piece before, we were made for these times. Like I said, I'm trying, I don't wanna, I don't wanna get in any kind of copyright. I'm trying to respect the artist's work. So, um, but find it, Google it, seek it out. 
Um, and um, look, you know, I, I had a, a really incredible guest teacher, my friend Scott Reinhardt, who was um, one of the guest teachers in my spiritual membership called The Nest. And we were talking about um, spiritual practices and things that we do daily. And he said, you know, even if it's like, if it's getting on your knees at the end of the day and just saying thank you, you know, if it's showing gratitude, if it's like prayers in the morning, prayers at night, meditation, right? There's a thousand ways. I always say like Ralph Waldo Emerson says that God enters from a, by a private door into every individual. So however the divine is speaking to you now and whoever it is that you're calling upon, whether it's St. Joan of Arc or some, something else, right? She's just one of my many players who I find incredibly helpful because she reminds me of who I am. She reminds me not just of, of who I am as a child of God, but who I come from in the earthly plane. And my mother, my mother was a fierce advocate and she used her voice and, and using her voice cost her, no doubt, no doubt. You know, but we gotta know what we live for and we gotta know what we're willing to die for. And so uh, I extend this to you that when you do go out to vote, please be safe. Go with your right mind. Don't, don't go, like, as they say, vote with your consciousness and vote with your heart. Don't vote what, what your family always did, what the pundit, like whoever's trying to tell, you got to vote with your consciousness and with your intuition and with your gut instincts and with your heart. Of course, yes, also know the Paul, like if as much as you can educate yourself, but I want you to listen to the inner teacher within you. And if you get scared and you call upon your spiritual team, and again, you can get that free download, that, that seven page guide of aligning with the divine and meeting your spiritual team at Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y.com slash freebie. And I hope you guys take advantage of it. Uh, and we'll see where we are in a couple of weeks from now, right? And uh, we'll be back here, same time, same bat channel. Uh, and I just love you guys and I appreciate you so much. And I'm actually going to be, um, you know, opening up the doors to the nest, uh, in November again, to invite uh, more people. in. I only open this thing a couple of times a year. Uh, we've been having an incredible time with the 40 or so people who are currently in there. Um, and it's time to, especially with, uh, what's happening in the world. I just feel like people really need access. I always say this, this being human is an ongoing problem. <laughs> So why not have a safe and supportive spiritual space, um, AKA the nest where we can all gather together and uh, walk each other, walk along beside each other uh, on the spiritual path, on the spiritual journey, where we remember our wholeness and our holiness and we deepen our relationship to ourself, to our source and to spirit. And uh, it's hard work, man. You know, on, the, on my one-to-one -one spiritual mentoring page, uh, there's a line that says, uh, Spiritual, personal and spiritual work is a fucking blast, said no one ever. <laughs> and I always say like, yeah, because we're, we have to bump up against the parts of ourselves that we, that we see as wounded or broken or screwed up or, you know, all the ways that we play small and we separate and we do all this ego insanity. And this is the power of gathering together with like-minded people. And so um, that's what I'm leaving you with, you guys. So if you want more information about The Nest, just send me a DM or a private message or an email. I am happy to respond, let you know when the doors are opening. Got a little waiting list going. Um, also go get that freebie. Also get out and vote. Also go read, go read that piece because I think it's powerful. And uh, again, I appreciate you guys. I see you and I feel you. 
And I, I miss many of you, right? This has been an incredibly bizarre, like I say, a wicked weird world we're in right now. So all my, my in-person events have been canceled, but we can still connect this way. So if the sound of my voice is in your ears right now, just know that I have incredible gratitude for you for taking the time to, to listen and to tune in, not to tune out. You come and you listen to this podcast to tune in. And I appreciate that so much. And I love you. Uh, wherever you go, I'm going to keep it short. Wherever you go, man, may you be a blessing. I love you. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>